0: Bird on Bears fans, Chicago Bears press conference reaction. We're going to jump right into it. We got Darnell Mooney at the podium. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us, man. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Chicago sports, how Chicago talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us, man. Let's go. trade demand did it land at all did it register and
1: um uh i i mean you see i seen it before i even got here so um just driving my way on my way here so but you see that all the time with uh how uh, players you know just try to put heat on the you know the organization just to get a deal done but um um it's, it's nothing that i can do or anything so i just i'm looking from a far away and uh so I
2: know you guys try to stay out of each other's Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But when
1: it affects the team, are you I imagine you're wildly interested in how this is going to go. Oh, uh, I mean obviously Rokon is a special player for sure. Um, and we would love to have him, you know, working going out there working with us, but uh he does his thing uh uh in the weight room and then things is just taking addition so whenever his deal is done, uh he'll be uh, be out there 100% for us. So it's like this can't drag on forever. There needs to be some movement, either way. Either sign him, or he wants to be traded. But you guys can't just keep going on like this. Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't pay any t- attention to it too much. Uh, I can only do what I can do and uh, help the team as much as I can. But uh, with that, I really can't do as much, do anything at all. So, highlight real you made today along the right side. Can you take us through the entirety of just kind of the route and the ball and everything you saw from snap to catch? Yeah, it was just uh, you know, uh, a fade. Um, it was a and uh Justin just put the ball up for me to so only I can make the play and uh I mean the guy uh he was holding my hand holding my arm so I was like, Oh, all right, it's all I got, so I'm just stick it up there and just look the ball all the way through, squeeze and it was a good catch. Did you say anything or give a look anything? I didn't say anything. It was I was talking to Eddie Jackson more more than anything and uh he kinda got, you know, smacked the ball out of my hand afterwards when I was on the sideline but I was like, "Oh, that was crazy right there, wasn't it?" And uh but other than that, no, nah, I didn't say anything to him. But uh yeah, Jay Jay was uh he was like, "I don't he takes me later." He was like, "Bro, I don't know what I could have did." Uh I was like, "It was good defense, man. Just a just a crazy catch." How much you guys like to play on Saturday? As an Uh I would like to play uh significantly a uh, amount of plays, but uh, just to get a uh a glimpse of like how Luke calls plays and uh just how the feel of the game would be. Um I would like to, you know, get back into the mood and uh of the of the game speed. So I mean practice is practice. We go extremely faster than what we'll do in the game. So I would I would like to get a feel of that, see how we will play.
2: How hard is it to keep this
0: offense, you know, implementing it and getting used to it with the injuries the wide receiver we missing
1: already at this point? Yeah, uh, yes. yeah, it's next man up. Uh so like I was saying last week or so, like you have a a bunch of guys that's playing a lot of positions, so uh, with those guys playing a lot of positions, you know everything. You know all the positions. So, um, I mean, it's it's tough to see a guy go down. Jamie but, um, was good. Almighty was good. Hit that like button. It's a part of it. You know, you have injuries, so you just got to continue to uh, be ready. So it's tough to see a guy go down. And go five yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Let's get
0: them Bear dimes in the chat. No, Hit them yeah, Bear yeah, dimes guy, in the uh, chat, uh, man. I
1: forgot who, who was saying something. It was like, yeah, it's a bunch of guys over there. I look back, and I'm like, yeah, it's a whole football team over there. <laughs> but yeah it's uh, it's crazy to see how many people' over there so. though your... uh he he bought out uh the last play uh we were uh lined up in the wrong formation it was my my route but uh if he didn't uh if he didn't catch it i was gonna get on his ass a little bit but uh but no nah, he was good he's he was balling out for sure. he's he's always been doing his thing extra extra after practice and uh he comes to the house with me and uh we catch drugs and stuff, so uh, whenever I don't have my doctor or whatever come through, but uh, no, nah, he's a he's a he's a ball player for sure. It seemed
2: like Nikhil was really embracing this chance here. What, what was the feeling for him when he went down Saturday, and how's he kind of handled things since and trying to get back?
1: Um, I asked him uh, yesterday actually. Uh, how was he doing mentally? He was like he was fine, and uh, he got a word of like how long he would be out, and um, I don't know if they announced that to you guys, but uh, I won't do it so. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, nah, he was, uh, he was in good spirits though, so he'll be, uh, he'll be fine. I'm happy. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Darnell almost messed up there. He almost messed up. What specific a sense for? Uh, just, uh, just how, you know, how we talk about, like, how things will go and, uh, actually how they will go. So, uh, it's good to talk about things and, it's a good thing to hear things but um actually how will they go when actions are and bullets are flying so it'd be a good sense of how how things will be called and then long down the road we'll we'll get to like uh a second or third down and i'll know exactly how he's thinking like okay well, we're about to call this so i don't even have to think about like what he's going to call i can actually like get to the line of scrimmage and actually look at the defense and how they're uh going against us so
0: now, what's <clears> the difference? Uh, having a head coach who's a defensive-minded guy as opposed to last year when you had an offensive guy in, in Nagy, is it is there anything too significant about the difference uh make
1: any difference for you uh not too much of a difference the only thing uh i can say is with um with uh that i i talked to him the other day i was like hey this year when um when we go get some teams i'll be talking to you and see if we can get some film together just so i can see and uh, ask, like, what do you see here that the defense is doing against us? Uh, so, other than that, that's the only difference I see. Did you say you have a jugs machine at your house? I do. I do. Is it the same one for the rookie season you've got? Yep, same one, same one, same one. one more insight. running backs, obviously, you guys are going to rely on your running game a lot this year. What do you think, other than Montgomery, what is Khalil and Ebner showing you? Oh, they're, I mean, they're doing their thing. They're, uh, they're hitting the hole hard, and they're um, just running and finishing as well. There, uh, David, you know he um, he's a he's a like a contagious guy. Like he, whatever he brings to the table, everybody like you know flows, and um, he's just everybody's just following his lead. Or I don't know how, how they what they talk about in their room, but everybody looks good in that room for sure.
0: It was Darnell Mooney from the Bears giving his thoughts. Thought got some interesting insight in there to how Darnell feels about Coach Floos, right? I mean, he, he basically said, they asked him, what's the biggest difference this season between uh, this year and last year with Coach Floos? Uh, he said, biggest is I, I called him and said, I want to watch tape with you. Yeah, I mean, that, that's concerning to hear that <laughs> that those calls weren't being made around Matt Nagy, uh, the offensive guru that he was, right? Um bro steve-o exactly bro steve-o commenting there by the way shout out to everybody in the chat man hit that like button subscribe to this page drop some bear dons in the chat i appreciate you guys for showing love man gonna be breaking down kind of what we're hearing in the press conference and then also talking about uh the bears uh depth chart being released that word depth be messing me up so much bro but the bears depth chart being released and uh what what that means, kind of going into the season, right? I mean, saw some interesting things on there. Um, here's the thing that I that I take away from from where this Bears team is right now: they're just ready to play somebody. They're ready to play somebody that doesn't wear the same jersey as them, and they're ready to under, to figure out if everything that they're seeing is the real deal. Holy field, right? Like we we we've seen. Listen, another great day training camp today. Although I saw somebody try to tweet out like there was some misplay that Justin had. Um, and uh, uh he, he he Justin messed mess the play up right and like all of a sudden it was like oh this Justin Fields guy has so far to go before he's Aaron Rodgers it's like listen we're not we're not expecting him to jump to Aaron Rodgers on day one of this thing we're hoping to get him somewhere in the Kirk Cousins range early in the season and then we'll figure out if we're at Aaron Rodgers yet yeah you know I mean like the overreaction on Justin Fields is hilarious bro it's like if he if he makes a bad play early on in the in the game or early on in in training camp and train we're not even in the game yet in training camp or otas it's my god this guy's gonna be ryan leaf but then if he like throws a dot 50 yards down the field hits somebody dead in the hands we're driving him to canton can we end up somewhere in the middle here uh that's the question for me um but in that in that sense, right? Darno kind of talked about uh, the play he had with uh, 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 Justin yesterday, where Justin put the ball up for him. He had to go up and get it. He was able to go up and get it. And that the, the the part I take away from that that's interesting to me is that he talked about Justin literally just put it where only I can get it. I think that that's a a, a improvement on what we saw last year. Right? Justin was kind of putting the ball out there to where he was using more of the arm strength to try and get it in there quick, but it was able, there was a lot of people that were able to get it. Now it depends on how many times we see this right game time situation is different. But the fact that Justin is kind of pinpointing and we've seen this a lot, right? Where he's doing the over the shoulder, he's putting it out there to where it's either going into your hands or it's going out of bounds. Those are the passes that kind of get you there where you just trust that shows a trust and a belief in your receiver. Um, that I don't think was there last year. There wasn't that trust or that belief in any of the receiving core last season where he was trying to put it up there for the receiver to go make a play. He was trying to make all the plays. He wasn't allowing his teammates to make the plays. And so I think there's a little bit more of a trust. There seems to be a really good vibe around this Bears team. So I think you got to love that as well. Um, as we're waiting for the press conference to get started back up here uh which it might not bro I swear like it'll it'll have like the stream will y'all all been in the bears uh press conference rea- uh, uh uh you dig right it'll be like the stream will continue momentarily and then it'll just end I mean I like, thank you for watching it'll be like I was sitting here for 40 minutes uh so in between that let's get into this depth chart breakdown man um the Chicago Bears did release their depth chart depth depth chart yesterday those words be getting me man um and i mean honestly for me right i i'm i wasn't surprised by what the depth chart looked like i think we've kind of been seeing that all training camp that they're they're getting prepared to they're preparing to have their rookie left tackle take over at that starting left tackle spot right um they're they're putting a lot of guys right leave even guys like that into the lineup i think the surprising part was when you got the for sure then only larry borum which okay larry borum not not a huge surprise there but tevin jenkins also on the second string now you could just say hey listen well of course he's on second string right he missed all of training camp why wouldn't he be on second string but the way luke gets he talked about him right you thought that he was going to be getting in there and from what we saw of him at least early on right you thought that he was going to get in there and it was still going to be his spot to compete for but we really haven't seen a ton of that compete we haven't seen him a lot with the ones we saw him a little bit with the ones early on and then later as the as the I think second day or third day back, he was right back down with the twos there. So there still seems to be a little bit, no matter what these guys say, there seems to be a little bit of a disconnect there. Uh, and, and Tevin Jenkins coming in on that third string, very interesting. Coach T in the building. Coach T was good. Shout out Coach T, man. Coach T has an amazing channel. Go follow him over on Chicago Bears 360. Yeah. Um, Bring that angle up a little bit though, Coach T. You know i You see, I'm see how it's coming down a little bit, down a little bit. You be doing a straight on angle. The straight on angle is flattering to nobody. That's what you got to have the camera a little bit higher, Coach T. Um, that's my that's my only advice on the channel, but I love the channel, man. I love the channel. Um, Baki dropping it. Uh, what do he say? what do he say here? Tevin Jenkins was at right tackle with the second team and at right guard with the third team. Exactly right. So he's he's legitimately moving down the depth chart quickly. Um and, and what I what I would say is that you're probably expecting him at least we'll see kind of how this season starts. We'll see how this offensive line looks as the, as the preseason gets here Saturday, we got bears football Saturday. We'll see how this offensive line looks as the preseason gets here Saturday, but it seems like Tevin Jenkins is destined to be that swing tackle for this team. Uh, I don't know if that's something that you want out of your second pick in the draft. I don't know if there's something that can develop to get him up there. I mean, I listen as much as, as, as bad as a, as it looks for Tevin, it does seem like he has at least the talent to be on the field. And so maybe you feel like, okay, well, I have, I have this guy who can not only be a starting right tackle for me, but he could be, now I've got one that I feel is better. Oh, we'll put him on the second string. And then we'll have Tevin, uh, uh, on the third string at right guard, right? Like, different things like that where you can move things around and try and finesse it. you know i mean like have this depth at that at that position i guess you can feel good there if you're a bears fan but you can not feel good about your second pick in the draft a year ago being down there uh we did have some questions about who was going to be that backup tight end for the chicago bears ryan griffin coming in holding on to that spot pretty much um Didn't know if O'Shaughnessy was going to win it or not. But, I mean, Ryan Griffin makes the most sense, right? Cole Komet, I talked about this yesterday. Cole Komet getting that starting spot at, at tight end. That is going to have to be Justin Fields' best friend, especially if they're actually going to run a run-heavy style of offense. If you're running a run-heavy style of offense, a lot of coming off of that play action is turning it around, getting it to your tight end, turning around, getting to your guys underneath, right? Cole's going to have to be a blocker on this team as well. We've got a couple of guys who, behind the lines, can create a lot of things. Cole Komet has got to be somebody that's a lead blocker on some of these plays, right? So it's going to be really interesting to see what he's going to turn into it, it doesn't seem like right like we've heard a lot of these glowing reviews about a lot of guys right where it's like hey i can't believe this guy's in here i can't believe this guy's doing this i can't this is crazy to see these guys making plays like, like we've heard these glowing reviews about a lot of these guys right and with cole commit whenever cole's brought up it's like hey he's got all the intangibles he's got all the tools. he's got to put it together that doesn't leave me feeling good you guys have been very open and honest about all the players that you love on this thing, and and, you, and you're kind of you're kind of uh, leaving us in the dark on Cole Komet a little bit. Um, the other thing that I will say uh, uh, with this, especially just talking about like players really showing out with the coaching staff and stuff like that, and and of course he's going to be number one on the depth chart. But the main thing that I'm looking forward to Saturday, and the reason that I'm so excited about this is. One, what does the offensive line look like? But two, this coaching staff as a whole has been wholeheartedly surprised by Justin Fields. Like, I I think they thought Justin was pretty good. I think they thought Justin was pretty good. But they seem pretty surprised by justin fields right they they seem surprised to the point that they don't want to let let us know kind of in the press conference how surprised they are, yeah, I mean, like they they're they hey uh you know it's it's uh when you look at the kid he's got he's got listen, you'll see that's all we ever get out of the press conferences when they're talking about Justin now, so now it's like okay. Now we're going to see this on tape. Now we're going to see this on a game. Now I'm not overreacting or underreacting one way or the other, right? Like I'm not going, if Justin balls out for 400 yards versus the Kansas city chiefs and looks like the next coming of John Elway or, uh, uh, you know, and I am saying, Peyton Manning, I'm not going to be like, we got us the greatest quarterback of all time. Although it wouldn't be that hard to get there for the bears. Um, but I'm also not going to look at this. And, and if he underwhelms me right and throws for a normal, 186, a touchdown in a pick and say, Oh man, like Justin is, is an awful quarterback. He's a bust, right? Like preseason is literally just getting yourself ready for things. Preseason is literally just getting yourself ready for specific plays, right? There's going to be moments. They're going to be running like two-minute drills at the end of the first quarter in this game. And you're probably going to see Justin for maybe three drives. I don't care what Coach Flew says. He understands what this, what, what's going to put you in the best position to win. And risking Justin Fields ain't it. Putting Trevor Simeon out there ain't it. Yeah, I mean, so like that that's that's the biggest thing for me. Um that that's a uh, that's one thing that just really has me like focused in on this preseason on the offensive side of the ball. Here's your starters here. Let me, uh, let me drop this for you real quick. Darnell Mooney, of course, a wide receiver Braxton Jones, starting at that left tackle position. I said, he's got a hold on it. Larry Borum's going to be backing him up. Cody white. Here's your left guard. Here's the, that's important left guard. Cody white here, a veteran who was a really good left guard that we forced into being a center is now going to be standing next to your rookie. Hey, you know why Jason Peters had no help last year? Because your left guard couldn't figure it out. And because Matt Nagy. But still. Um, He's also a monster of a man, Mr. Peters. If you ever want to come on the show, let me know. We're scared of you. Um, Michael Schofield going to be starting it off at right guard there. Lucas Patrick is, hold on now. Now I don't know if this is the depth chart just for the game or for the season. It says Lucas Patrick starting here at center. That can't be right. Uh, so I think we're going to get Sam Mustafer in there starting at center on Saturday. He is the second string right now. Doug Kramer coming in the third string at that center position. Michael Schofield going to be your right guard. Riley Reef is going to be your right tackle. Cole Komet your starting tight end. Equinemius St Brown who has had one of his best. Uh, training camps to this point, right? Equinix is going to be an interesting one for us this season because if you can't figure in Rogers, when he was like begging for another receiver, does what does that mean? Right? Like I, I, that's another thing I want to see because we keep hearing these glowing reviews on Equinix, St. Brown. And I'm like, well, is it be just because he knows the offense and we don't, or is he actually good? Um, That's something that I really want to focus in on and see. And then uh of course Justin Fields at quarterback, David Montgomery your starting running back and Kari Blazing game is your starting fullback. We've only got two on the team and he's one of them. Um I think I I also really want to see what this offense is really going to look like. I really want to see what a run-heavy offense is going to look like. And here's the thing, Bears fans, let me know in the chat. Let me know in the comments below if watching this after we're live. We're live right now reacting to the Bears press conference. They are on another lengthy break, right? That might be the end of the press conference, to be honest with you. It says the stream will continue momentarily, but I doubt it. Um, But here's the question that I have for you. If this offense looks similar to what we've seen in Chicago Bears successful seasons, but still very similar, run heavy, running the ball consistently,
3: quarterback getting involved here and there,
0: are you okay with that? If it's working of course if it's not working right you're not okay with anything but if it's working are you okay with running the same style of offense that the chicago bears have run for our entire lives or do you feel like that's not the move that's not what we want to see let me know in the chat let me know in the comments man Uh, let's take a look at the defense hold on hold on hold on. There we go. The defensive side of the ball here. Uh starting on defense, Robert Quinn at your defensive end. Justin Jones at your tackle position. Angelo Blackson at the other tackle position. Travis Gimson at your uh, uh other side defensive end on the left side there. Uh, it here's here's I think that line is a scary line. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. There are people that talk about whenever people bring up how the Bears are gonna do this season. Mustafa was good. Whenever people bring up how the Bears are going to do this season, they always talk about oh, the. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I got this mug. Okay, okay. I was like, I was like, let me make sure I didn't miss, and I had this pause on accident. Um, when you when they talk about it, right? They say, oh, we got rid of, we lost Matt.
3: We lost Akeem Hicks. Those are
0: guys that we barely had last season. Right? Those are guys that we struggled with last season. You look at this defensive line. Let's talk about some of the depth on this defensive line. Robert Quinn, 18 and a half sacks last season. Justin Jones, Angelo Blackson, Travis Gibson. Dominated in a short period of time last season. Al-Khadiq Muhammad coming off a six sack season last year chris tonga has been a, a a name that's come up for us many a times mario edwards has been a big body for us dominique robinson the young
3: fella he's coming in third string i i don't feel like this offensive line
0: or i'm sorry i don't feel like this defensive line has taken a huge step back, not because there isn't more talent on the line, but the talent that we had was rarely out there for us. And when it was out there, it was playing at 60%, 70%. Akeem Hicks wasn't playing at 100% last year. Khalil Mack almost never was playing at 100% for us and was still dominant. So I think that's the thing that I look at, right, where I'm like, okay, like, these are guys that are, out there also another surprise on the depth chart now maybe they kind of have to do this maybe they kind of have to do this but nicholas morrow is at your linebacker position roquan smith on the depth chart because but he's on pup but he's still your starting linebacker on this joe thomas i think the linebacker position is probably where we're our thinnest on this list right because you instantly see the fall off there uh jack sanborn matthew adams noah dawkins caleb johnson demarkey's gates who we literally just signed what two weeks ago uh, Javen White, who we – or not even two weeks ago, what, last Friday? Uh, Javen White, who we signed last Friday, Caleb Johnson. That's, to me, where you're your thinnest at. That's where I think the Bears will struggle most at, uh, and that's why it's very important to get Roquan Smith re-signed to this team because you don't have a lot of linebacker depth. Um, the guys that you have here are are guys. Yeah, I'm saying they're bodies that play the position. Now, of course, right, this is coming into the season. Guys can absolutely make a name for themselves. It's just at the at the moment, right now, what they've done in the league, they're guys. They're guys that, that have been on teams. Like that's that's kind of what it comes down to. Um and then uh looking at your uh cornerback spots, right? Kyler Gordon went in the starting spot there. I don't think there was a lot of surprise there. Kendo Vildor will be backing him up um take that as you will. Uh, Jalen Johnson also getting the starting spot Taven Young will be backing him up and then Duke Shelley Lamar Jackson both coming in on that third string Greg Strom and Jalen Jason Staley coming in on the fourth string and then Thomas Graham Jr uh and Jalen Jones and Bo Pete Keys. Coming in uh, fifth string, probably practice squad on that. But Thomas Graham Jr. also has been out due to a little bit of injury. So he might be able to move up the depth chart again. then your safeties right now, right? Another rookie winning that safety spot. Jaquan Brisker winning the safety spot on the strong side. Eddie Jackson, of course. Playing on the other side of him. And we still got DeAndre Houston Carson and Dane Cruickshank backing them up. Elijah Hicks and Michael Joseph coming in third. AJ Thomas, Devontae Harris coming in on that fourth string. Here's the thing I think your DB room could be the strongest side of the football for you. Of course, there's going to have to be some experience gained there, right? There's a couple of rookies starting this thing off, but I think your DB room is the strongest room in the building at the moment. Um, it's definitely the room that has the most depth. Right. And you think about it, right. Even if, even with the rookies starting things off, uh, crux knows what he's doing. He's, he's been dubbed the tight end killer. He knows what he's doing. He spent a lot of time on the field. DHC knows what he's doing. He spent a lot of time starting on this thing in a bears Jersey. Um, Lamar Jackson and Duke Shelley both know what they're doing out there. Or I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson and Elijah Hicks both know what they're doing out there, right? Like that DB room goes really, really deep, and so I, I really like uh, I really like what we've got on the DB side for us, man. I think that's going to be a strength for us. Uh, and then you look at our special teams: Trenton Gill uh, is our punter, Cairo Santos, of course, kicking. Patrick Scales is going to be our long snapper. Trenton Gill uh, is the holder. Uh, what else we got? Khalil Herbert, start nine kick return and Daz Newsome doing punt return we thought we might see Bayless jones in there Bayless jones is second string for both of those but thought you might see a little bit of Bayless jones action in there so that's going to be interesting to see now i hold on Now i did i did one, okay there it is there it is i didn't do the second string for the offense i i was like wait a minute i didn't say Bayless jones's name uh so your second string on offense also uh at receiver you're going darnell mooney Bayless jones Dante Pettis, uh, and then on the opposite side, Equinamia, St. Brown, Byron Pringle, Nikhil, Harry, Isaiah Coulter, uh, and then, you know, the rest of them. So, uh, but yeah, that's your, that's your offense. That's your defense. That's your special teams for the Chicago Bears. Uh, I definitely feel better about the defensive side of the ball than the offensive side of the ball. But what I will say is when I look at this offensive line, um, there actually seems to be a little bit of depth on the line at some of these positions, especially with Borm and Jenkins being your backups now um, when you're starting things off. I, I mean, I feel maybe it's the homer in me. Maybe it's just me looking at the what these guys have done separately. Right. Early in this first game, there could be a little bit of. Uh, issue because they've only been together what a week and a half, 2 weeks. When when did we sign Schofield and those guys, right? They haven't been here the entire offseason. They haven't been working the entire offseason with the Chicago Bears. So I think that's something you definitely have to keep in mind. Uh you're starting but your starting offensive line, Lucas Patrick, Cody Whitehair, Braxton Jones, Michael Schofield and Riley Reef. Do you feel good about that line, Bears fans? Let me know in the chat. Do you feel like that offensive line is better than what we had last season? Do you feel like that offensive line is, as it's been ranked by some, a top 15 offensive line in this NFL? Let me know how you guys feel in the comments, man. Uh, also, hit that like button and subscribe to the page if you haven't done so. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing so much love, man. Bro, they still are on a break here. That is crazy. They're, they're going to end it. There's no way they bring somebody else out. I, I get it that they bring they bring people off the field as they like come in or like they're showering and stuff like that. But the delays in between crack me up because of how long some of them are, bro. Like I think there was one this off or this uh in training camp, bro. Like I thought I left, came back, thought a player had come on, rewinded it 35 minutes. Nobody had jumped in there. So, um, <laughs> it, it is, a, y'all think I'm joking, bro. It's still, Bow, the stream will continue monetarily. It is streaming live right now. <laughs> um, here's here's what I will say, right? If you feel like this bears offensive line, now if you feel like this bears offensive line is still gonna be terrible, I okay. You know, I I I don't agree with you. I don't feel like that is the case, but I'm also not gonna say that. Um, your record justification for it wouldn't be wrong. But I have people that tell me that the Bears' offensive line will probably be a top 15 offensive line, 15 to 18 range offensive line, and then tell me the Bears are going to win three games. And that just doesn't compute with me. There's so much that happens in the trenches. So much of this is about what the Bears are able to do. So much of this is about, like, get and listen, I'm talking about if they're 15. If you think that the Bears made it to a top 15, like number 15 in offensive line, there's no way you think this team's going to win three games. That's why I tell people when I want, I want everybody to sit down and actually go through the schedule and think about what the teams we have play. We play have, we have play what we play have. Um, Mustafa says, definitely feel a little bit more comfortable with our line this year. When Patrick comes back and we figure out the other tackle, I think that listen, I think you've got them figured out, right? I think Braxton Jones is a starting left tackle. I think that's how they feel right now. Now, of course, right? when game time starts we'll see if that's actually the case but they feel right now that Braxton Jones is a starting left tackle coach T chiming in says uh better I see I gotta see Jones after four weeks of work I'd love to see Jones do great and Tevin win a job add Patrick and we're going to be a problem yeah I I think I think that's that's a it. that's a that's such a conundrum right because here's The offseason has legitimately been so up and down, feeling-wise, around Ryan Poles. There's a possibility he might not bring back Roquan Smith. But he might have found you a starting left tackle. But he might have ostracized your second-round pick from last year. But the coaching staff might not think he can play. But he might have fixed the offensive line. <laughs> bro, it's like, it's like, I, oh, Pose has got it. He knows what he's doing. Wait a minute. Hold on now. This guy's su- – wait a minute. No, he's got it figured out. He understands what's going on. Wait a minute now. This guy's terrible again. Like, bro, it's so up and down this offseason, the feelings around polls, bro. Because I I just I, – I feel like Ryan Poles has had a really good offseason. For his first offseason, if, if if you fix your D B room and you fix your offensive line, um, those are two major holes the Chicago Bears had last season. Uh, just watch Kendall Vilder fall down on any play that you saw last season, and uh you'll know how bad this this uh your DB room was. If he fixed that, and then on the other side, right, you had 40-year-old Jason Peters trying to protect your franchise quarterback. I I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if i can say you had a bad off season but what i can say is there are some questionable moments in that off season <laughs> what i can say is i don't agree with every move you've made i don't listen i i the one thing about roquan with me um that i that i will say no matter what it is whether it's a record breaking deal or it's a it's a uh, um, putting them at the same level, kind of deal, whatever it is. Putting the escalators in Roquan Smith's contract is disrespectful, no matter what. In my opinion, no matter what. Um, so I think I think that's that's a I don't know I don't know. That's that's one where where I feel like Polls is definitely making a mistake, um, and I feel like this team could be put in the wrong direction. But it all starts Saturday, man. It all starts Saturday. Uh, Baki says, here's the thing, Pat, that's intriguing to me. Uh, It's the fact that we have so many of Paul's draft picks that are shaping up to contribute to this team at key positions. Um, Yeah. Here's the thing, right? If the three names that we've said the most pan out, you have two positions fixed and one of them is arguably the most important position on your offensive line, right? If Braxton Jones is a day one starting left tackle that you got in the fifth round, because, right, like, it doesn't, Braxton Jones doesn't feel like best case scenario. Braxton Jones does not, if you were going to have, this, this is what excites me about it. If you were going to have issues with Braxton Jones, Riley Reef
3: would be your starting left tackle.
0: If you were going to have issues with Braxton Jones, Riley Reef would be your starting left tackle because he's a veteran that's played the position before and can do it. They would probably rather have a Michael Schofield play the right tackle, even though he hasn't played it that much, or you would rather have, right, like you would figure out your right side because that's the side Justin can see. The backside is the part I'm most worried about. That's the part that excites me about Braxton Jones because I'm looking at him like, like, if he was if he was bad, he wouldn't win this spot. Like, it's not like this is a best-case scenario thing. If it's a best-case scenario thing, Michael Schofield's your best-case scenario because if Braxton Jones can't play, the
3: dude on the right side can. So if you're talking about three positions here, right? Like if Jones, Brisker, and Gordon can play, you're
0: talking about two sides of the ball. You're talking about two sides of the ball that you fixed in one offseason. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah, your team might not be a dominant football team this year. If you were expecting that, Bears fans, you came to the wrong channel. And I'm talking about
3: just on the TV. Cut the game off.
0: See what y'all saying in the comments, man. Shout out to you guys. Uh, Deshaun, <laughs> that's a tough name right there. What are you doing in here, Deshaun? You're supposed to be at Cleveland Browns training camp, brother. Uh, he said they might just give Jones all the reps only because they know Reef can play the left and start Reef when the season starts. I mean, that could be the case. That could be a thing, right? But but that's not what you want to do when you're pretty much building an entirely new offensive line in one offseason. When you're talking about building a new offensive line in one offseason, you want to have that rapport. You want to have those reps. You want to have those guys working together and understanding. That's why I said Lucas Patrick is a major loss. Some people were commenting on the video talking about, oh, boy, here's this. This guy overreacting, he'll be back by the beginning of the season. Bear th- didn't you hear the bears say that? Yeah, I heard it. But you know what you gotta build up when you're a uh, when you're a top uh 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 or or to become a top offensive line, continuity. So I don't think they would start Riley Reeve at the right tackle position if they didn't feel like he could play at the left tackle, or if, if they didn't feel like Braxton Jones could play at the left tackle. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't I don't feel like that would be the move that they that they would make in that situation. I don't feel like you – because you need so much continuity. And all we've heard from out of Bears camp is that we feel like Tevin Jenkins is our most talented player. Now, they, they might not be able to stand him. But I'll tell you what, the little bit that I saw of him, Tevin looks good. Did y'all see any of the Tevin tape? Tevin looked good.
3: He was supposed to be your starting left. Head. Tevin looked good. So if Tevin looks good and Riley Reep is on the other side, why is Braxton playing? Yeah, you know I mean, that's my thing.
0: Um bro they still on break it's they are they're going to they're going to they're gonna come back and say that the stream the stream uh, thanks for watching the stream is over There's no way bro that they're going to bring somebody back in. i know i know i'm going to hold it out i'm gonna, i'm going to try and do these uh um monday through friday at least when they have press conferences and stuff like that um that's that's my goal. Uh, that's why we've been dropping the Daily Show a little bit earlier today. If you guys haven't checked out the Daily Show, make sure you check that out. Today, we broke down uh, our NFC North predictions, how we feel like uh, the uh, the teams are going to weigh out. I'll tell you a little secret on the inside here. Detroit's still in last. Uh, <laughs> but I. Um, so so check out the daily show if you haven't gotten a chance to watch that uh this is also up on podcast form we drop the podcast on all dsp so that is apple podcast uh i think amazon has us i think uh spotify i know has us yeah i'm saying so all the major platforms uh make sure you guys tune in and check that out and leave that five star rating appreciate the love that you guys show on the channel already um Let's 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 go to you guys man. Throw some questions at me. Throw some throw some Bears questions at me, some Bears predictions. The Bears prediction was fun. We also talked about whether the Bears should go out and get some wide receiver help, so tune in with us on that. Um let's see, let's see, let's see. Are you going to do Bears games? I'm not going to do Bears games this year, James. The reason I don't do A lot of people ask me to live call Bears games. Um what we what we do, we do a post-game show every every uh Bears game. It may be at a more set time this year. I think it's going to be later on in the evening for our post-game show, but we do do a post-game show. Um we've done it for the last 2 years so we're going to keep the post-game show going. Um but the reason I don't do Bears games is because I'm not logical when I'm watching the game. <laughs> i'm not logical when i'm watching the game i'm that diehard of a bears fan i can see somebody like choke holding them and i'll be like come on bro that's not a hold like what are you doing you know what i mean so like i i i feel like i can't bring that to the stream we might get a couple of games though where we're where we're doing it uh during the during the season where we'll do a members game or something like that so you might get to see me lose my mind on this mug a couple of times um Let's see what we got. How do you feel about Bayless Jones camp? Courtney dropped that. Shout out to Courtney. Um, I feel like it's been surprising. You know, I I feel like that if if this team... uh, After watching him in camp, I don't feel like he was a reach pick. If that, if that kind of gives you some insight, right, knowing where he went, knowing his age range and stuff like that, I don't feel like he was a reach pick. I don't know if I feel yet that he's going to turn into our version of Tyreek Hill, but maybe he will. But I don't know. I, I feel better about Bayless Jones because I've seen him catch tough passes. I've seen him be able to just literally break down a defense. His route running seems really, really good and he's really fast. I definitely feel better about Bayless Jones coming into this season after seeing him in training camp. But I also don't know if I feel like, oh, this guy's this is this is the guy. Like, oh man, like we're going to be dominant with this guy here. Uh, let's keep the questions going, man. Uh, what? Who else we got? Uh, Broski Bear, what's going on, man? Uh, he says, Pat, how much longer will Eddie Jackson be a bear? You know what? I think Eddie Jackson has a bounce-back season this year. I think Eddie Jackson has a bounce-back season this year. I do. I think... Y- y- if Jaquan Brisker is as advertised, right, it, it all based on what we see on the field, but all I can go is based on what I've seen currently, and Jaquan Brisker seems as advertised. If Jaquan Brisker is as advertised, Eddie Jackson will be able to gamble a lot more. Eddie Jackson was at his best when he was able to gamble on the ball and go for those interceptions that you felt like, mm, I don't know if you should go for that, but he took a chance because he had a strong safety and Adrian Amos behind him who was able to actually like back him up. Those are the things that make the biggest difference in Eddie Jackson's game. He was a ball hawking safety. He was a guy that would absolutely go up and just go after the ball. I mean, even the season after Eddie Jackson had uh, all the, what do you have, two pick sixes or something like that? And he was still getting pick sixes, but the Bears defense was doing dumb stuff, blocks in the back, holding stuff like that, that was getting them called back. So I think now with him being able to gamble a little bit more, he will be a a better player this season. Um, So I I feel like Eddie's going to have a bounce back here. I think he's going to stick around. Hey! The press conference is back!
2: The Bear Stadium, you know, Soldier Field. Let's keep it going. Just, you know, getting that first feeling out. You know, just want to hit somebody, really. you you want to show, want to accomplish? I'm going to probably get a turnover immediately. But just show that I know um, my plays and I'm still the same from practice to the game. As a rookie, how important is it to just
1: get those game reps, you know, with your guys out there on the field? I feel
2: like it's important just building chemistry with the team, especially out there on game day. So, um, just building more chemistry, um, just seeing we got the same energy. Plus, it's game day, so, you know, it's going to be a different feeling. What kind of chemistry
1: do you think has been built here in the last, you know, few weeks since you as a defense got here to camp and, and got to get going a little bit?
2: Chemistry, I feel like it's been built. You know, we've been coming together um, a lot, a lot during these days. You know, especially on the tough days. You know, we still been keeping the same you know type swag, you know type you know different, you know things like that. But I feel like we're we're definitely improving. We're, we're definitely where we're. Where That's wild that I was we, just we talking are. about. I think we're ahead. And now he's like at the. I podium. think we're really ahead. Especially we're on a, really on the same page. So. Um, but I feel like the sky's the limit. I feel like we could keep going. So. You talked previously about
1: your bond with Eddie on the back end. What's the thing that you most appreciate about where your relationship is right now as you start to get closer to playing games?
2: Just off the field, just knowing. Um, just off the field, just knowing, you know, just still communicating off the field. Just make sure we're still watching film. And then on the field, just knowing where he's going to be, um, you know, knowing we just work on the same page just you know showing different disguises and just different things like that you know we're always you know doing different things and we're on the same page so it's really good you a dozen quarterbacks
0: today, something like that. how do you how have you managed all these different faces coming in and, and trying to trying to develop some sort of chemistry with them
2: just um communication just communicate, especially as a safety. It's always good to, you know, get the call to the corners and get the call to the other side too. Um, just make sure they're comfortable out there and just, just fly around. You know, it's football at the end of the day. You know, just long they know the plays and we're all on the same page, and we all move, move the same, so. I, I don't know how often
0: or how long he'll play Saturday, but is there a part of you that goes, Patrick Mahomes is going to be on the same field as I am. Do you let yourself be
2: no, like like nah, I don't really think like that. You know, it. We're going against if if he does play. I'm really thinking about picking him off things like that. I'm not thinking it's Patrick Mahomes, not thinking like that or you know Travis Kelsey people like that. We're, I mean, I'm coming there to compete yeah. and show you know what I'm all about. My first NFL game, so it's all business. Thanks,
0: Appreciate it. Thank you. Bruh, I know y'all ain't have us wait for an hour to get four questions in with Jaquan Brisker. What? <laughs> I got four questions in with my man. I was Jaquan Brisker at the podium for a second. Um, it says the stream will continue momentarily. So apparently, we got some more players coming. That that. <laughs> Now, the interesting thing there, right? I just talked about Eddie Jackson having a bounce back year, going after the ball and things like that. Jaquan Brisker says he's on the same thing, right? So somebody's got to back somebody up here. You know, we, we can't have two ball hawking safeties out in this mug. Uh, um I, I I feel like Jaquan might be a little more set for, for that side of the ball, but um, you know, we'll kind of we'll see what that ends up being. Uh they had they had bro, they had brisker Baki exactly. They had brisker on that polls presser time. That's a fact, bro. He was in and out. They got four questions in and dipped, bro. I was I was like, wait a minute. I thought I had some time to do some stuff. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, What other questions did y'all have? Hey, Molly Maul in here, man. He says, I love the channel, but the thought of the Bears beating Dallas is hilarious. Hey, bro, listen. This is all I'm going to say. Hey, Molly Maul. Molly Maul been here. Hey, you're, you're a Bulls fan, ain't you? He been on this channel. He's been been rocking with us for a little minute. Um, This is is the only thing I'll say, Molly. You know what your Dallas team does. And you know how your Dallas team is later in the year. Come on, dog. You know how they finish seasons. The only saving grace y'all have is that, okay, it did end. It did end. That was it. That literally Jaquan Brisker was the end of it. All right. You know how y'all finish out seasons, bro. You the only saving grace for you is that it's not in the month of November. That's the only reason you might win. <laughs> James with the comment, uh do you think the Bears will trade Raquan Smith? We got Raquan uh for a wide receiver since Roquan wants to be traded, I feel you. Uh I don't think that I I don't think the Bears trade Roquan. I don't. I personally don't. Um I think that Roquan Smith his best situation is here. I do think after like seeing everything that it was a little bit more of a tactic. I, I I think it's not out of the realm of possibility that they trade Roquan, but I think that he wants to be here because this is the team that's kind of like going in the right direction. You would hope. And you want to get the most money on a team that's going in the right direction. Because if he gets traded, like I said yesterday, if he gets traded, um, you're talking about a guy who probably is going to a pretty mediocre team if you're actually going to make a move there. So I don't know, man. I, I I don't think they end up trading him. I don't think they would trade him for a wide receiver either way. I think they would trade him for draft capital. Uh, Still doing fantasy football. Yes, we are the contest being set up today we'll be announcing how you can enter basically what it's going to be is a um we're going to do two things here we're going to do a well I, let me not say the second one yet because we have to confirm that we're going to do the second one uh that's still some work on the back end but the first thing we're definitely doing 100% a fantasy football league we are going to be giving away six spots so that you can play with us in fantasy football we will tell you how you can enter uh um enter to try and win a spot in the fantasy football league we are going to do a legitimate uh contest where um basically if your name gets picked at random you get to join the league please make sure that if your name gets picked that you're actually going to be available to join the league you're going to pay attention to the league you're going to actually participate in the league because the worst thing is when you get a you know somebody that doesn't really want to play because it's the end of the season and they team's getting their butt kicked. Uh pick a better team. The other the other thing is that we're we're pretty much gonna be there's definitely gonna be a cash prize at the end of it. There's not a buy-in, but we'll be giving away a cash prize gift card by the end of it. And then on top of that, uh we might do a trophy. We might do a trophy in that mug. So uh, you know, just stay tuned uh later today. That'll be getting set up today, and then we'll be dropping all the details on that as well. Uh, let's get some other questions in here man. Shout out to y'all for tuning in and rolling with us. Uh Broski Bear dropping the super chat. Shout out to you Broski Bear. I really appreciate uh I appreciate anybody who drops the super chat. I appreciate anybody who uh joins the membership, man. We got to start doing some stuff. We're going to start doing some stuff for our Breeze members once a week. Um, where we literally just sit in here and chop it up with y'all, man, about anything. So uh, make sure that y'all stay tuned for that if you are a Breeze super fan member. But Broski Bear with the super chat, he says uh, Jaquan Brisker is going to get some this season. Jaquan Brisker is going to be a really, really good player. I, I, I really feel that way. I really feel like Jaquan Brisker is gonna be a really good player. Uh, Bears fans, win eight games before you start talking trash about Dallas. Here's the interesting thing, Molly Maul. I can say the same about you. <laughs> I could say the absolute same about you. Win eight games, Jamie. You know <laughs> Oh man, dog. Uh Baki, a title belt would be better path for fantasy football. We doing a title belt, bro. We'll figure out, we'll figure out on the trophy side. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um I thought about doing a ring. Like a smaller trophy, almost WNBA-ish, but then an actual ring. They got rings and stuff like you can buy. I saw a website where you can get all that stuff, man. So I'm really intrigued by it. Um, that going to get lumped up in the parking lot a lot again. Bro, like, right, like, he in here talking trash. Like, the Dallas Cowboys are just coming out to dominate. They, they're they legitimately in the consistently worst division in football and beat their chest every year. Uh, and they paid a running back. So that tells you how abysmal of a franchise that is. uh <laughs> hey man uh i appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with your boy as always man if you haven't done so hit that like button subscribe to the page we do talk chicago bears on this channel daily um there's so much stuff coming you guys way today so stay tuned and rock with us on that as well uh gonna get some bulls content out there as well and of course the bears content y'all playing us it's really going to be a bear down (laughs) yeah hey we'll see we'll see molly i love i love football season is back saturday we got football back Saturday. Now, we all probably going to be in here depressed by Sunday. But still, we got football back Saturday. Football is just such a great sport, bro. It's such a great sport. It's such a great sport. Hey, man, appreciate you guys tuning in and showing us love, man. As always, man, hit that like button, subscribe to the page. It's your boy, Pat, the designer, back at it again. I will see you guys later on on the channel. Uh, If you haven't joined the Discord, check out the community tab and join up in the Discord. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bird on, baby. Peace.